Well, hello. It's Gary. We got a banger of a show today. We're talking to Sean Watson getting in trouble. We're talking the NCAA tournament first four. We got NFL free agency stuff to discuss. But first, I wanted to remind you all, make sure that you enter into the Winning Cures Everything Bracket Challenge. You can find it in the description of this here podcast or over on YouTube or just go to ESPN's Tournament Challenge and type in Winning Cures Everything. Very easy to do. Now, before we get to the show, let's go ahead and knock out some ads right quick. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Are you kidding me? You are looking live. Winning cures everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in, Winning Cures Everything. It is Wednesday, March 17th, the day before the first four. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. And, man, it is uh, it is get paid week in the NFL this week. Like it, uh, a little bit. A little bit now. <laughs> Everybody backing up the Brinks trucks, knocking this stuff out. I'm, I'm watching something on CBS about Trent Williams re-signing with the 49ers. Got no, a, that man got paid. Oh, the he, rest of these guys... We'll get to it. Oh, yeah. We will certainly get to it. We got Deshaun Watson stuff to talk about. We got the first four coming up in the NCAA tournament. Um, We will be releasing a podcast on Friday morning. We're not going to do a Friday show. Chris and I are going to do a show on Thursday night. And isn't that right? Didn't we talk about that? Sure. Okay. (laughs) Because there's going to be NCAA tournament games going on on Friday. So, you know, rather than doing a show in the middle of the day, we're going to release a show on YouTube and on the podcast. So make sure that you are subscribed to those two spots, the YouTube and the podcast, anywhere you need to be subscribed. But we'll uh, we'll give out some picks on the NCAA tournament. We'll talk about the first-round matchups, all that good stuff. So go ahead and dive into that. Happy Hump Day, fellas, from McKinnon on Facebook. He said, stay safe out there. Brown Yeti said, what's up, fellas? And Birdie on Periscope said, Good day, men. Unfortunately, your bracket competition is racist against Canadians. So, so here's the thing. Is it? It's <laughs> it's not racist, for one. Um, but the yeah, ES- Canadians, listen. Well, no. Oh. It, it, anybody that's outside the United States cannot get into the ESPN bracket or the NCAA.com brackets. They can't get into the competitions. It, I, don't, I don't know why. It makes no huh. sense to me. So are we afraid like the servers are going to get COVID? I have no idea. I mean, we it, shut it down the borders. We shut down the damn borders, didn't we? It it doesn't hey, make any you sense. You can't even like interact with other folks. I, yeah, you got me. Yeah, the whole purpose I, of the internet is to where you like can interact with people without having to be next to people. So here's here's one part of it. Like I understand with the gambling as far as uh, state lines and stuff like that, but that's that's just states. That's not. This is an ESPN bracket. Yeah. I, and so, it's not. So I wonder. Hang on. Let me ask you this. Do you, do you think it's all? So you said it's NCAA's and ESPN's. Do you know if Yahoo's is doing it? Because we're not I, married to any of these people. I mean, we've already set the damn thing up through ESPN. Yeah. We're not doing another one. So, I don't know. I don't know off the top you're, of my you're head. You're losing out on our laziness. I'm just curious is Yahoo's? Because if that's the case, this seems like that might be an NCAA thing. 
not a weird server thing. Somebody said use a VPN. Yeah, that, that would be a solution for it. Yeah. But you shouldn't have to have like a weird ass go around to do some cheap free bullshit. Just to know, get into a, a contest. Pool. Yeah. It, it, doesn't make, practice, man. I, it doesn't make any sense to me. I don't understand it. But either way, either way, uh, Brown Yeti jumps in, Terry jumps in, Taylor jumps in. Uh, happy St. Patrick's Day, by the way. Chris, of yeah. course, wearing his green. I, that's uh, right. I've got, I've got green boxers on. No, no, you don't. No, you don't. Underpants don't count. If we can't <laughs> see it, getting your ass pinched, <laughs> grabbing a nipple. But that's that's all I got right now. That's all I got. Uh, Terry said, "Who wants those crazy Canucks messing up our Coke machine with their crazy Monopoly money and weird quarters?" Yeah, that's I, I can see that. And so I I remember uh, I at an old Monopoly business money is worth more than ours, though, right? Uh, probably so. Right now, I don't know off the top of my head. Uh, ben said the Bears signed a leprechaun. We're going to talk about the free agency. Don't worry. Don't worry. McKinnon said, man, I don't know if the NCAA has that much reach, but they are freaking insane about controlling who can and cannot make brackets for the tournament. I know all of these different websites and whatnot have prizes that they are giving away with their brackets. But ESPN doesn't. ESPN does. Like, so... When you, you have well, to you have to fill out a specific thing for that sweepstakes. Right. Like, that's its own separate thing. Like, you have to give them extra information. I filled our brackets out, and I did not fill out the crap for the sweepstakes because I don't want to get spammed on a bunch of bullshit emails. Agreed. Agreed. So you have to do that. So all you have to do is say, we let the, we'll let the foreigners, we'll let the Canadians in, but they can't fill out the sweepstakes thing. That can't be that hard, right? I, I would... I mean, I, mean, I don't know how to make a website. I don't I don't know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> but it doesn't seem like if people have no. the skill to make this thing, they can block off the sweepstakes if that's what you want to do. I, I agree with you. I agree. Matt Miller said, how do I enter this so-called bracket? The WCE Bracket Challenge, uh, we've got a link in the description on YouTube, and Matt Miller is on YouTube. So just go down you, in the description. You just go, you just right go to the ESPN Bracket Challenge thing, type in Winning Cures Everything in the search bar and join. There you go. You just literally just click join. And your bracket automatically gets entered into it. Uh, Michael Fritz said, what's up, fellas? Justin Miller said, drop all topics. Let's talk about how great the Pats are going to be. Hey, get out of my face. Come on, man. <laughs> I know Chris would do it. But uh, Taylor said he went to work, decked out in his Celtics gear. That is one way to wear green for the day. Yes, sir. And uh, Birdie corrected us. If he won $1,000 American, it would be like hundred grand there. So <laughs> that's, so, that's, so that's what he said. So the dollars worse than ours? I guess. I mean, it wasn't too long ago where it was a lot better than ours. How can economies like swing that far? I you got. I don't think it'd be that much, obviously. But that I, seems I, strange. I'm with you. Ben uh, Ben said, "Is it free?" Uh, Matt Miller said, oh, "He yeah. can't wait to beat us." Um, and then Matt Miller, or sorry, Michael Fritz said, "Winner of the bracket gets some WCE swag." Uh, Michael, I actually owe you WCE swag anyway. But yes, uh, <laughs> winner of this thing is going to get some WCE swag stickers. Um, because I've actually got uh, a set of those coming on the way. I spent a little bit of a uh, little bit of personal money and got us some WCE stickers. Chris don't even know about this. I didn't um, know about that. But uh, but we have stickers coming. We uh, we've still got some shirts to give out. All that kind of stuff. So yes, a hundred percent free. Enter that bad boy, and you will get some stuff. The website is winningcureseverything.com. All of our shows and whatnot are posted up over there, and everywhere that you need to be subscribed. We are live on Facebook, Twitch, Periscope, and YouTube. And I see everybody from all those different platforms has already jumped in. So if you would like to be a part of the conversation, bottom left-hand corner of your screen is where it will populate from all of those different platforms. You can be a part of the show. Um, 
Birdie said, no, it's like $1.40 plus per dollar. Just a Canadian joke that we make out like bandits on conversion. There you go. Okay, so he corrected it. Uh, SBRpicks.com slash NCAAF is our college football gambling content. And we do a college football show over there every single week. We have one that will be up uh, this afternoon. You can go find it on YouTube. Search out SBR Picks. And uh, there was a lot to talk about in college football this past week. We talked about the Nebraska-Oklahoma mess. We talked about uh, all, all kinds of stuff. So make sure that you go subscribe to SBR Picks on YouTube. Very easy to do. Now, let's dive into the first topic of the day. And it is not a pleasant one. But, uh, but it is definitely worth talking about, and that would be one Deshaun Watson, who wants out of Houston for a multitude of reasons. He and the owner of the Texans do not get along. Uh, other than that, you know, it's not like he has a problem with his coaches because his coaches are gone. It's not like he has a problem with the players because, uh, you know, it, apparently he and his teammates got along just fine. It's just an ownership thing, unless maybe this had something to do with it. There are allegations from a masseuse in Houston. And she has filed a civil lawsuit against him. And she is stating that he, uh, I guess she's alleging inappropriate conduct in her home in March of 2020. Now, this was right before the pandemic hit, all that good stuff. Uh, this is what the article says. The lawsuit, which was filed Tuesday night by Houston lawyer Tony Busby, uh, and appeared in the Harris County District Clerk's website on Wednesday morning, alleges that Watson, quote, committed civil assault when touching the massage therapist with his penis and that he intentionally or knowingly caused physical contact with the plaintiff when Watson knew or should have reasonably known that the plaintiff would regard such contact as offensive. Now, Watson responded on Tuesday, said he uh, rejected a baseless six-figure settlement demand and that this is about clearing my name, and I look forward to doing that. I, he said, I've never treated any woman with anything other than the utmost respect. I, this, I don't know, I don't know how you prove anything on yep. this. Like, no, unless this you have, a, this, like, unless there's video. Well, so there's a, there's a world in which if this woman can like in detail describe his penis, and that's accurate, then it makes her more believable because then it changes from a, I did not do this and it didn't happen to, well, something happened, but it was consensual. Now you've changed your story if she's able to do that. There, therein lies the, the only damning evidence. If she's not able to do that, then this is very much a he said, she said thing. And in a civil court, remember, you don't have to win unanimously. This is not a, you know, a jury of 12 people and, and, and all, you know, 11 of them have to all agree. This is a, we 49.1% chance believe this did happen. Well, it'd be, it'd be 50.1, right? 50, 50.1. Yeah, yeah that's 50. it. That's it. 50, so. 50.1. So there's a 49.9 chance that it didn't happen and millions of dollars can swing on that one-tenth of a point of it happening or not happening. I So here's what the lawsuit alleges. Um, it says that Watson booked a massage on March 30th, 2020 with a massage therapist who regularly works in her home. After leaving the room, the massage therapist alleges she returned to find Watson lying on the massage table with just a small towel covering his groin area. 
Now, if you haven't been to a massage parlor, that like that seems totally out of the ordinary. But there are some places, some guys that need like the whole every muscle done, all that kind of mess. Yeah. Um. But but only covering that area is a little. That's a little out of the ordinary. I'll say okay. that. Uh, the lawsuit says the plaintiff began to feel extremely uncomfortable, and it became apparent that Watson wanted a massage for only one reason, and that would be sex. Uh, it accuses Watson of exposing himself and subsequently touching the woman. Um, the therapist alleges that after she asked Watson to leave, the quarterback made a statement that she considered to be a threat. The lawsuit also says Watson later texted her to apologize. Now, that's uh, a big deal. If she's if she's got that text, it's over. It's yeah. over, and he should have paid the hundred whatever six figure salary uh, uh, to settle out. If she has that text message, ball game. Yeah, because if you say I'm, this is just like getting out of a car accident. You walk up and say I'm sorry. That means you're you're apologizing because you did something. Yeah, I. That's an admission of guilt in the I'm court of law. Now, it, so so Taylor said this is why he's trying to get out of Houston. Now I don't know that. Uh, like I, I I seriously doubt it because. He didn't sign his contract until after that. Yeah. But, you know, you never know with these things. Like, I, there's more to him wanting out of Houston than just that. But, uh, you know, you start having legal issues pop up, and you don't like the owner of the team, and you've got a brand-new head coach and all that. Like, there's all kind of stuff. I wonder but, what kind of counsel he's got if she's saying that she has a text message of him apologizing for his actions. What legal counsel on earth told him we can fight this and we can win? Hey, you got me. I have no idea if she has the text message because that's from his all number. She, I mean, that's seriously all she needs is the text message of him apologizing, and then to get on the stand and say, well, "What'd you apologize for?" Yeah, and now, now they, I mean, seriously, they can come up with a ton of different. That's things, that's fine. Remember, but, all those people sitting in that booth. Have to believe your story over hers. Yeah, yeah, and I, I doubt that. A, like, and like I said, if she can describe, if she can describe his penis, that's going to be damning enough. I believe. I be, I do believe that, because then it goes from all right. She saw his penis enough to know what it looks like. Therefore, something did happen, which means he's now got to change his story to well, something happened, but it was consensual. And then he's the one changing the story, and she gets to stick to her story. That's the problem that people get when they get into these situations is they don't they don't think about how this is going to play out. Uh, Michael Fritch, it, it, first he was laughing at Watson's junk in a six pack lineup. Uh, so he said, uh, "He said it feels like a money grab. Why would she wait so long to come out?" Now, it, what what did you major in in college again? Uh, criminal justice. Criminal justice. All right. So yeah. so in a situation like this, I'm sure that you've seen instances along these lines yeah. before. No, investigations take forever. And court filings and proceedings take forever, by the way. I'm sure it probably took her a while to decide to go forward with it. Um, I'm I'm sure there was a negotiation back and forth between her attorneys and Watson's attorneys that kept everything as quiet as a mouse until Watson made the decision to say not to to, come, to just say, all right, we're just gonna deny and fight. And then it becomes public. Because if you're negotiating the you know to do this without getting attorneys or without going to court yeah without anything being for what you're you're doing it for watson's benefit you're doing it for his benefit so you know he he might pay you to keep this out of the media all right and the only people that know is you 
your attorney, his attorney, and him. And that's it. And so that's why it's just coming to light. We don't know how long that negotiation has been going on. And those things take a while. None of this stuff happens quickly at all, unless the person who did wrong wants it to happen quickly. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think you're right. These uh, these comments today are something crazy. Uh, ben said Chris should be a lawyer. Uh, uh, I, I would be a good lawyer. I can't do I the reading to get through law school. Um, I wouldn't be able to handle the paperwork part of it. But I, I do think that I would, I would enjoy making arguments in, in, in court. The problem is, is I would, it would just take me too long to get all the information that, uh, I thought about going to law school. I just can't, I couldn't keep up with the reading. McKinnon with a, uh, a long comment here. Ooh, he said, I just yeah, took up my whole screen. Yep. He said, yeah, I'm calling shenanigans on this Watson stuff. Sounds eerily like some Texans fans or staff trying to keep him in Houston because no one would risk taking him on this case going forward. Uh, that said, he could have very well done it, but when you offer to settle out of court on this stuff, it's typically a bunch of bluffs that you're trying to see if they call you on. Uh, not to mention sexual harassment cases are typically, uh, are rarely civil cases and typically criminal cases if it's genuinely sexual harassment or assault. Um, that's, that's not true at all. No, that's not that's, that's, that's not. that's simply not true. If it was a criminal case, she would almost 100% lose even with a text message and being able to describe his penis, because that has to 100% prove he did it. Okay. You, you, we would let a hundred guilty men go, you know, go, go free before we put one innocent man in jail, but civilly it's not that hard to get a win. So that's just not true. If you take him to criminal court, there's, there's a 99% chance she loses that and she gets nothing out of it. And yep. Watson pays no price. Then if she tries to sue after that, it just looks like sour grapes because you've lost the, the court of public opinion. Yep. Yep. So it, a lot of times this would be the way to go as opposed to trying to take it yes. through a criminal. Yep. So. It just depends on can you win the case or not criminally. Would people like to see him, you know, really punished if he really sexually assaulted someone? Absolutely. But once again, that's that's really hard to win. And if you get an L in court, it makes getting the civil suit to where the guy is punished in some way that much more difficult. Yeah. No, you're, you're hundred percent right. I don't understand how Texas fan Texan fans would drum this up either. If you want the guy to stay in town, let's falsely accuse him of something. Yeah. That, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I don't, I can't, I can't do that mental gymnastics. Well, on, on the other side of this, uh, if, if you're telling me that there's an NFL team that would not take him with this court case going on, I mean it's a civil suit. It's not a criminal case. It's yeah. like Oh no, they would do it. The, every the one team, thing the one thing this hurts or this helps is is this this might make him more like right now the two teams that he's been like saying he wants to go to are um Miami. Nope, no, no, it's not Miami and it's not the the New York uh, the Jets, which is because they oh, have was, the most to offer. Who was it? It was Denver? Uh, Denver and one other team. I don't remember. Shit. It anyway, wasn't, it wasn't Chicago, right? It might be Chicago, but but there's two teams that he said he would go to basically right now that he that like are his list, and he does have the no trade clause. Uh, if he, you know, if, if if he wanted to, he might he might have to open up that that window, you know, to yeah. get some of his price might be going down with with this coming in. That's entirely possible. Denver and the 49ers. I there think it that is. is. I think that I think that's that's the two teams. That that makes more sense than than the Bears. 
Uh, he wants to play for an offensive coach, but I don't think he wants it to be Matt Nagy. Andrew, uh, Andrew Shirey said, a teammate of Watson said, would be the most unexpected thing ever if true. I don't believe it. No way, no how. Um, and then Birdie jumped yeah, but in. That's what teammates are supposed to say. Well, of course, of course. Uh, Birdie said, I would, I would, I would, I would say, I would openly say that about 90% of my friends. It doesn't mean they're not capable of it. I just would never see it happening. Yeah. Oh, um, agreed. Agreed. Um, Birdie jumped in and basically confirmed what you were saying. The burden of proof is so drastically different from criminal and civil. And it's what you yeah. just explained. It's the difference yeah. between a little more than 50% and, you know, 100% positive for yep. criminal. It, it, it is really, really hard to get a conviction. Yep. Real uh, hard. He said OJ is a good example. So, yeah. absolutely. Because, yeah. the, the, hey, he lost the civil case, but he won the criminal case. Yeah. Well, uh, he lost the civil case because the evidence was just so damning. Like, I mean, oh, we, yeah. we all uni- universally know he won, but, but why he lost the criminal case when the evidence was so bad is the DA – when they had him put on that damn glove instead of getting the same gloves in the exact same size and have him put brand new gloves on, they took old gloves that were once covered in blood, dried, which they shrink. Because they're in blood, they have him put a rubber glove on on top of it. Now he can't get it on. Also, yeah. he's nervous, and we all, anybody who's ever proposed to anybody before, or when you get married, knows your wedding ring's not going on because your hand swells. No, no, no. This situation where all the DA had to do, they were trying to play theatrics. All the DA had to do was buy identical gloves, identical yeah. size, identical make, identical everything, brand new, and hand them to him, let him slip them on his hands. Bing, bang, boom, that gavel goes down, and he's life in prison. Yep, 100%. Yeah, Ben jumped in with uh, Denver and San Francisco. We appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Bucks took Brown. Uh, WFT is so interesting. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's totally the same thing. There. Yeah. When I, it, it, what he's talking about is that they brought in Antonio Brown, even with all that stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah, so same thing with Deshaun. Um, let's see. Man, lots of, uh, lots of comments. Uh, McKinnon is telling us that's not true, my friend, especially in today's era of man-hating men being the evil of the world. It unfortunately happens more often than not. No, here's the thing. You're, you're talent, in the Twitter world, man. Like, yeah, talent outweighs problems. If it outweighs the problems, then they will take you a hundred times over. If it doesn't, then they won't. Like that's all it is. So, uh, moving on from there, let's dive into. We got some. We got some basketball picks today. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. 
Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. And it's okay. for the games tomorrow. Um, but I decided I am going to actually pick every first four game. Now, I went back and did some research. Okay. The first four, the last three NCAA tournaments that we have had, there was a drastic difference in all three seasons. Okay. 2017, the Dogs went 3-1 and one against the spread, three outright winners. 2018, 2-2 two and two with two outright winners. In the 2019 tournament, the underdogs went 1-3 and three against the spread and had zero outright wins. Now, this all seems like it is trending to where the favorites are going to be... Uh, you know, the more I would the more want to know what side. the point spreads were in all those games. Uh, all of them were within like six points. But six points is over double the biggest point spread of this game. Uh, agreed. Agreed. So there's a there's a huge difference between winning and covering a, a one point line, or Vegas thinking these teams are a one point game or a pick 'em game over one team is six points better. Agree. A six-point better Agreed. team is usually substantially better. Now, I I am not going to go with any of the trends here. I just found it very interesting that we went from dogs being three and one with three outright wins, all the way to dogs being one and three last go round with zero wins. That seems kind of drastic. Uh, ben said Mount St. Mary's over Michigan is the sixteen over one uh, pick if you're going to pick one. Uh, it, unless you're not going to have Mount St. Mary's there at all, which I'm not. Let I'm, okay. I'm going to go ahead and, and tell you what I got here. Give me what you got. I got to give you what I got. My The first game, 5.10 p.m. Eastern time on True TV, Texas Southern, pick them against Mount St. Mary's. I'm taking Texas Southern. I'm taking Johnny Jones, former LSU head coach. They are on a roll of all roles. And if you go and just look at the stats and whatnot, it, it bears out in my favor, and the talent bears out. They've got a bunch of uh, transfers that came in from bigger programs and whatnot. They, they have got a ton more talent. They're on a nine-game winning streak. Norfolk State, not, sorry, sorry, Mount St. Mary's. I'm thinking about a different game. Mount St. Mary's, before getting into uh, their conference tournament, had lost like three straight games, and then they won several to be able to get to this point. So... While they could still be hot, I'm going to go with what I'm thinking here, and that is that Johnny Jones and those transfers and whatnot for Texas Southern, they are playing lights out. I'm going to take Texas Southern as a pick them here. How you feeling? 
Yeah, I probably would take Texas Southern. This is the one I feel the least confident about. But, I, I mean, I really do think this is a coin flip game. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's a pick em game. You know, yep. that's that's the way these things go. I, really, all of them are basically a pick em when you get yep. down to it. Um, let's move on to the next one, and that would be, uh, let's see, that would be Drake minus one and a half, sorry, against Wichita State at 6.20 p, or 6.27 p.m. Eastern Time on TBS. Two teams that everybody kind of thought would not be in the field at all. And Wichita State actually opened up as a two-point favorite here, and it has switched all the way back over to Drake minus one and a half. And, you know, they're talking about Drake getting uh, one of their more talented players back in this game. He's been injured for nine straight games, whatever. Ben, ben jumps in already, said Drake sucks. I'm going against you again, brother. I'm taking Drake minus one and a half. Wichita State... This is, they've played like six total games since the end of January. They they continued to have COVID pauses, this and that. The only top 100 Ken Palm win that they had was the win at home over Houston. And that just felt more like an outlier game for Houston than anything else. Um, I've seen Wichita State get their brains beat in by Memphis, all that. The other games that they played against the AAC, all of them were against teams at Ken Palm, rated like 130 or or lower. I I think that Drake is actually a pretty decent team. I think they'll be able to win this ball game. If I'm only having to give up one and a half, that feels good to me. So I like Wichita State in this game. Um, I, I think I think they've played tougher competition throughout the season, and 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 I just I just trust this team. That makes sense. I mean, it, I, I can understand all these, again, they're all kind of coin flip games. So, at, when I when I kept looking at it, I felt like more people uh, publicly, like in, in the media and whatnot, were on Wichita State. And it's just, it, it felt so easy to just take Wichita State. We know them better. They've played better competition, all that kind of stuff. But when I went back and really looked at it, like I, I felt pretty good about Drake. Uh, moving on in this one, we are going to jump into with Norfolk State and App State. This one's 8.40 p.m. Eastern Time on True TV. Norfolk State is a three-point underdog, and I think that's just absolutely wrong. Like, I, I am I am so out on that. I yeah. think that Norfolk State should actually be favored in this game. Um, I'm with you there. This I, don't is, know, I don't know if they should be favored, but I'll damn sure take the three-point head start. I, I know, like Ken Palm. I think this is going. I think this is going to be a close game, and and I think yeah. Norfolk can win this game. Absolutely, I'll definitely take the three point head start. That's that's the, the thing, team, right? It's going to win the game. Head start, taking a head start, yeah. get your three points. This and is roll the biggest spread there. out of all of them at, at at three, and and I think the wrong team's favored. I'm with you. I think so as well. Norfolk State, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, like the last tournament that they actually had. Uh, Norfolk State was an eight seed in the NIT and actually beat Alabama that year. So I, I knew a little bit about this team anyway. They've still got a bunch of the same guys from that team. They are experienced, man. Like, that's, that's a big part of this. App State, obviously, played well, won the Sun Belt, all that. It's been a long time since they've been in the tournament. But um, but I think Norfolk State is is the better basketball team. I will definitely take the plus three there. And finally, we will close out with this one. UCLA, well, you talk about some big names, plus two and a half against Michigan State. This is 9.57 p.m. Eastern time on TBS. I, it's very easy for me 
to look at this and say, you know what, UCLA has lost four straight. Uh, they lost their best player to a torn ACL, Chris Hill, uh, back in January, whenever it was. It didn't look great any time after that, you know, whatever. But I look at it, and I all of the numbers tend to lean UCLA here. All of the analytical numbers, all that kind of mess. If it, it, It's so easy to just look at Michigan State and say, man, they beat Michigan and they beat Illinois, they beat Ohio State. Like They, they did all this stuff to get to this point. But then you go back and watch some of those games where they just put up clunkers. I don't know what to make of this team. I know Rocket Watts is the key for Michigan State. If he scores in double figures, they are probably going to win this game. They're probably going to cover pretty easily. Tom Izzo, obviously everybody knows him as Mr. March, all that good stuff. But man... I, I just think it's too easy to take Izzo here. I'm going to roll with Mick Cronin. Like I, I think UCLA can hang in this game. I think this could be a, a buzzer-beater kind of game. Um, all those four games that they lost, by the way, at the end of the season, the four straight for UCLA, all of them were within like four or five points. Like They, they lost on a buzzer-beater to USC at last game of the regular season. They lost to Oregon State, who ended up winning the Pac-12 title. Like and They lost to Colorado and Oregon. These are all really good teams. And they were right there at the very end of the ballgame. Give me, give me the head start here. I'll take UCLA plus two and a half. Let, let me tell you why Izzo's going to win this game. Okay. If, if Michigan State played in the Pac-12, they would be a five or a six seed in this tournament. Do we know that? Yeah. Yeah, we do. We do. They, they struggled but still competed like crazy in the best conference in all of, of, all of all, all basketball. Okay? That, that's 100% true. It's it's just like Ole Miss. Ole Miss is a 500 football team in the SEC. Drop them in the Pac-12, they win the damn thing. Or they're in the Pac-12 title game almost every other year. That just feels so easy. Like it just but, but, it, okay, okay, that's fine. Obviously, they've gotten you to to to, to overthink it. Also, there's a huge fan base out there that saw uh, that that a hey, that UCLA has. Okay. The other side of it is there's a lot of people that are Big Ten fans that saw Michigan State have those clunkers. Yeah, I'm gonna bet. I'm gonna bet the the the, the betting average on this is gonna be close to fifty fifty. All right, I'm gonna bet it's gonna be a, a mildly decent close game, but I still think Michigan State's gonna win. I still think they're gonna cover. Yeah, okay. Ben I said, think the, I think I think the Pac-12 <laughs> is like the seventh best conference in basketball this year. Okay, hey, you you might be right. You might so, be so. Right. Give me the sixth or seventh best team out of out of the best conference over the, the fifth best team out of the seventh best conference, right? Give me that. I can, I can understand that's, it. That's the math that I'm doing. Now, also, I knew the answer to this before I saw the, before I did any digging or looking at all. You just don't bet against Tom and March. I just don't do it. I just don't do it. I have certain things that I live by, okay? There's a McDonald's and there's a Burger King next to another. I never go in the Burger King. I'm never going to do it. I'm just not going to do it. I'm never going <laughs> to bet against Tom Izzo in the tournament. I'm just not going to do it. I love it. I love it. Ben said Gary's trying to go 0 for 4 tomorrow. Shake my head. And he said, it is that easy. And then Casey it jumps is, it in. It is that easy. Uh, Casey said, UCLA has dropped their last three games on purpose. They're going to win this one. God. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I like being on the same side as Casey. But yeah. Uh, yeah, but I've, I've, already, I've already made my bet. I'm already in on it. I'm, I'm rolling with Mick Cronin. So, it is <laughs> what it is. Let's talk about some NFL free agency to close out today's show. That sound right with you? Yeah. All right. So, the first thing we will discuss is the top 10 guys that are left on the board. CBS has a good article up about it, and we will just read from their list. Uh, I tend to agree with a bunch of the stuff that they've got. So, number one, they have Kenny Galladay. 
Uh, if you look at his numbers compared to uh, Megatron over their first 47 games in Detroit, now granted, Detroit was not as good uh, with Megatron back in the day as they were set up when Kenny Galladay got there, but I think they are as bad now as they were at certain points with Megatron, right? So it, I think it was fairly equal, and I mean, they're, they're one touchdown apart. They're like 100 yards receiving apart in their first 47 games. It's, it's pretty the, the separation of them is Megatron never got hurt, ever, and yep. Kenny Dolliday has had a, had a hard time staying on the field. You are okay. correct. That, that's, that's the only thing that's keeping Kenny from getting stupid money. All right, is is what's his availability? What's his health look like? Yeah, okay. especially right now in a in a weird you know. I'm pandemic very anxious to see here. where he lands. Yeah, same here. Uh, number two, they've got Curtis Samuel, uh, wide receiver. The, there's the two receivers are are the two best guys left, and and they were two of the top five in this whole free agency year. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Anthony Harris, Minnesota free safety. Um, that's number three. I can understand that. Uh, it looks like the Browns um, are a front runner for that one, but no, no they're moves. not. They just signed, they just signed Josh Jackson. They can't they can't sign two of them. Uh, John Jackson. No, they're not going to sign two safeties. They 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 spent a first round draft pick two years ago on a safety. That's that's coming off of an injury. It's supposed to be healthy this year. But they would they would literally be too deep already in safety at really talented guys. Why spend money on a third guy in safety? No, go go get another cornerback, go get another pass rusher, go get another, you know, offensive lineman or something like that. You bring up pass rusher number four, Melvin Ingram. Yeah. Any thoughts on that one? I love Melvin Ingram. Love Melvin Ingram. I I think he's a monster. I think he's a stud. I'm very curious to see where he goes. Um, Jason Lockenfora said uh, said the Ravens are keeping tabs on. uh, on Yeah, I don't I don't want I don't want to see that. Um I, I wish the Browns would have would have gone harder after him. They were in negotiations uh, bef- before they signed uh, uh, McKinley. I, I would I would much much rather have Melvin Ingram over McKinley. But number five is Juju Smith Schuster. Uh, interesting stat that I saw today. Did not realize this. Uh, in in games where he played with Antonio Brown, he had ten one hundred yard receiving games. Without Antonio Brown, he's only had two. Yeah, uh, Juju. Juju's stock has fallen a lot. I kind of oh, yeah. thought he was going to be the biggest ticket receiver in this class. And he's, I, I think was he's very the biggest shocked name. to see uh, Curtis Samuel and Kenny Galladay seem to be head and shoulders better than him, quote-unquote, in the free agency market. Now, that's, again, stats live. We talk about that all the time. Yeah, all um, the time. You know, all last season, or not this past season, but the one before, it was Mason Rudolph and... Uh, and Duck that were throwing to him. It's kind of hard to get 100-yard receiving games when you are yeah, the but, main but, guy. But, and, but he did have Ben all this past season. Oh, yeah. Oh, he, he didn't did. do it a lot. So No, he, he kind of got taken over by a couple of guys. So, yeah. you know, Deontay and Johnson. That, that, and therein lies the question of is, what is his skill set really? Yep. Uh, Alejandro Villanueva, another uh, stealer, offensive tackle. Big offensive lineman, yeah. That's uh, that's a big one. His 90-game regular season starting streak is the longest of any Pittsburgh player. Um, you know, I would imagine that the Steelers are probably going to bring him back, but it, we haven't heard reports yet, so who knows. Yeah. Uh, Hassan Reddick, Arizona outside linebacker. He is number seven. Um, again, Ravens apparently have interest here. I think they are, you know, the Ravens always do this, right? Like mm-hmm. they, they sneak up. 
and they grab they load like, up on defensive players and they and they run they the offense that they run. Dude. Yeah, absolute dude. So uh, Patrick Peterson, Arizona Car- uh, Arizona Cardinals cornerback. Uh, he's number eight. Um, I mean that that makes it. I feel like he could have been maybe higher on this list. No, but not now, not now, not now. He's at the end of his career. He's played for for a long, long time. He's going to be a guy that's going to go for very short money, very short years, um, and and he's a guy you want in your locker room and you want in your backfield. You know, group of guys helping lead, but but you know he's he's not going to lock anybody down the way he used to. Yeah, I mean this this guy was the best cover corner in football for you know eight years, and and now. You know, he's he's good, but he's not great. Uh, number nine. Oh, by the way, OG Wom jumps in. What's up, fellas? So good to see him in. Uh, Taylor, uh, Dalton or Trubisky, half dozen, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Juju had double coverages until uh, Claypool became consistent. I don't think that's necessarily true. No. Um, and what, what happened after Claypool came consistent? He still only had 200-yard 200 200-yard gains. Yeah. Like, all right, well, Claypool, Claypool got, got just as much coverage in way more than two games. And, so. and Deontay Johnson ended up taking over. So uh, that's the way it goes. Number nine was Will Fuller. Um, he So his his issue is staying on the field. I mean, the, the Texans yep. were nearly... Well, he's already going to start the season off with four games left on his suspension. I think so. I think so. I don't remember. I know I know the suspension is going to carry over to this year. I think it's four. I might be wrong on that number. Um, but then, yeah, he's just not healthy enough if he can when stay he healthy plays, he's a like, i mean he's electric his his catch rate we talk about catch radius with stefan Diggs. it's yeah. kind of the same thing with will fuller like he is unbelievable the two teams that are linked as possible teams for him uh the dolphins and the Bengals, and that's two young quarterbacks that need a guy that can go and get the football so that that would make sense to me uh and if the dolphins are, are trying to find a way to get deshaun watson which I, I don't know that he would go there even if he did even if all that other stuff uh fuller and Deshaun Watson like each other. So that could definitely work. And then number 10, they've got Jadavion Clowney listed here. And I just, I don't know that Clowney is the same dude anymore. I don't know that he's a top 10 free agent left. Like, Do you agree with this? I mean, he he wasn't able to, to cause much of a, a ruckus in the backfield last year at all. That's not what he does. No, I know, That's but he wasn't he able to get pressure. Like, he wasn't That's able to. That's not what he does. He's the best run-stopping defensive player in the game that plays on the edge. And they couldn't stop the run either. No, they didn't run at him. That's the difference. Jadavion Clowney is still a very good player. He's not the guy that we thought he was, but Jadavion Clowney has always been a run-stopping edge guy. Okay? That's that's a big part of the game still. Yeah, no, it is. Now, it's tough when he's an edge guy that's a run-stuffer because it's easy just to run the ball to the other side, all right? You can take him out of a play. But that means you can call different run stunts when you know they're in run packages, okay? So the defensive coach has an advantage when you can kind of hold down a side, all right? He's never been a huge sack guy. It's just not what he does. Yeah, last year. what he's ever done, by the way. He failed to record a sack for the first time since his rookie season last season, but – a lot of that probably because he only got to play eight games last year due to a knee injury. Yeah. So, you know, I I, I just I, I still think he's good. Now, now he's not great, but that just tells you that most of the big time big ticket guys have been have been taken and in this draft. So yeah, he probably is still a top ten guy left. 
Okay. Okay. That that makes sense. I'd give you that. I'd give him that. Let's uh you talk about, you know, the guys that have been taken. I uh I got you to take the lead on this. What so do we we'll, need to we'll know run, that's we'll happening? Run through them. Yeah. I, I'm gonna go through them. And, and we're just gonna go through some some broad strokes, big name guys, people that 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 I think actually matter or, or help the offenses. We'll start, we'll kind of go through, you know, conference by conference. Some teams I won't even hit at all because it just won't matter. Buffalo Bills, Manuel Sanders helping that offense. Uh, I think that's help. I think that's, you know, Stefan Diggs was unbelievable last year. What could they be if they just get any kind of real production from a professional wide receiver? Um, and, and I think Emmanuel is going to do that. I think Emmanuel has a chance to have one of his best seasons in that offense, being the second guy with Diggs drawing so much attention. Yeah, I think I mean, that's going to help a lot. He's taking over for uh, for John Brown, who uh, who they lost. Yes, right? that's yeah. right. Yep, yep. He'll be that second tier guy, and he's a totally different receiver than John Brown. John Brown was a speedster, and Emmanuel Sanders is a just a precise route runner. Uh, the Dolphins. This is an interesting signing that I thought was weird to me, but it just goes to show you Flores still has relationships with guys from when he was in New England. They trust. We all believe that that two is the guy. Okay, but there's question marks about how great two is really gonna be. So they go out and they sign Jacoby Brissett, and I thought, okay, this tells me that Flores says. Jacoby has a floor to him, all right? And if for some reason two is not the guy, I can hand the keys to this car and know it's in good hands. We're probably not going to win Super Bowls, and we're probably not going to be the best team in football, and and we're going to go into the game with the worst quarterback of the two in most matchups. But But we can be competitive. I trust him with the offense. Yes, we're not going to go into the cellar if something happens to our starter. And and I thought, okay, that – that makes me think Flores has seen big picture. He really thinks this team is coming to its own and he doesn't want them to be a quarterback away from stifling completely. So I thought that was interesting. I'm going to run through the Patriots guys real quick. So this is what's interesting. You talked about how people with the brakes trucks and people made fun of Bill Belichick and I liked every meme there was with him handing out cash. Okay. Right. Cam Newton, one year, $5 million deal. <laughs> Uh, Nelson Aguilar, you, you're, you're talking two years, $11 million a year. Okay. $22 million, just nothing. Kendrick Bourne's three years, $22.5 million. Just, just nothing. Hunter Henry's the big paid guy. It's at a three year, $25 million deal. Not a lot. John U. Smith, you know, four years, uh, $31 million is guaranteed. But this is, this is not a lot of money and they have, protected themselves to where they're out of every one of these deals that they want to be out of them in two years. Every one of these deals, if it doesn't work in two years, or if the cap goes up a ton in, in five years, two years from now, they're not locked into anything to where they can't reconfigure everything. People laughed at Bill, and, and I want to stay on this for a minute because I know this man. I know everything about him, okay? I, I don't cover him very well. Gary, you and I have known each other for a long time. Yeah. I know what you're thinking as soon as you tell me the topics we're going to talk about. You know what I'm thinking when you're putting together topics already because we've been together for so long. We've been friends for so long. Bill doesn't know this because this relationship only goes one way, but it's <laughs> it's amazing to me that people cover him for decades have been on beats 
And they write the shit that they write as if they don't know the person they're covering. I watch him and I read the shit they cover that they write. And I know him better than they do. Okay. I told you on this show the other day, John U. Smith, Hunter Henry, one and two uh, targets that I want in this free agency. If I'm Bill Belichick, he wants to run the def- the offense. He, his, his, the happiest he ever was with the offense was when he had a Gronk and a Hernandez two elite tight ends to do something that nobody's done in football history. Okay. It makes, when you get into the red zone, it makes it virtually impossible to guard. And what happened? Lo and behold, abracadabra, he gets both of those guys. All right. I, I just, that makes sense to me because I know this man and I know what he's thinking. Okay. But yet he also is a math genius. He understands the cap better than every team in the league. Now I've listened to so many Twitter hater folks out there crap on bill because oh, all this years, what made him smart and what made him great was he gets those mid-level guys for not a lot of money. And, and he always zigs when everybody else zags. And now he's just overpaying everybody. Was he, is he really overpaying? I don't think or so. Or did he find a situation where, let me tell you how I'm zigging while everybody's zagging. Everybody in the league, but like three or four teams are flat-ass broke this year because of the cap. We are not. So I'm going to go spend a bunch of money, bunch of money, quote unquote, spread out across a ton of guys. He didn't go out and get the biggest star in the game. Okay. And, and I'm, and I'm going to totally revamp my team. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand how people see this as a negative or a bad thing. And, and I don't and, think it's a negative at all. Now, the only like negative they're, they're is equating it to the years where like Washington went out and gave Albert Hainsworth a hundred million dollars, first big hundred million dollar guy out there. And like, see, when you go out and you, you get a bunch of big ticket free agents, it never works. Like, hang on. You're, you're really complete. Like, like the early two thousands Washington Redskins team to Bill Belichick and the Patriots. That's, what, that's the comparison we're going to make. Are we really going to do that? That's, you got a good nose tackle for uh, two years, sixteen million, and and a lot of that's incentive based and whatnot. Uh, all uh, you these got two great tight ends, super like, incentive based. Yeah, all of them are great contracts for the team and can be great for the players. Like, and and not only that, it's not just one massive spin. If you just look. Basic numbers over the years, the teams that spend the most in free agency in the off seasons, they don't do as well that next year. However, no, I don't think anybody's done it the way that that they New usually doing spend it, it on one huge ticket guy. Yeah, that, that takes up a bulk of their salary cap, and a bulk of their free agency spend is on one big ticket guy. Yeah. And guess what? We, we didn't do that. So if, if a couple of these guys end up flaming out or bust or not working out, it doesn't matter. They're one piece to the puzzle, and it's okay. I'm not saying they're going to go make, win the Super Bowl right now. <clears throat> I still think we're a quarterback away from, from being good because I don't trust Cam, but I think Cam will be a lot better next year than than he was this past year if he's the guy that that, that drives this ship. So yeah. they spent I, all this money, and they still have like $28 million left in cap, yeah. by the way. Hey, Casey, to still go uh, get more guys. Casey like, jumped in with a question, and, and I'm going to answer it for you. Uh, yeah. He said, Chris, is Stephon Gilmore still on the trade block? Yes. Yes, he's still on the trade block because he's only got a year left on his deal, and if you can get something for him, because I, if they were going to extend him, I feel like they would have already done that. 
I think they're going to try and move him and get something back for him. Okay, so so let me let me tell you what what's going to happen. All right, they're only going to trade Stefan if it if he's got to be the piece to get them the big ticket quarterback. Okay, that's the only, that's the the only, only way Stefan moves is if it means from moving from fifteen to like fourth in the draft or second in the draft, or if it's a piece to get Watson or a piece to get uh, Wilson. Okay, that's uh, that's the that's the only way Stefan's getting moved. And let me tell you why. I think Bill has a relationship with these guys that are better than any owner coach GM out there. I really do. I, because I think he talks to them like they're adults. All right. I think he tells them exactly what's going on. I think, I think he had the conversation with, with Stefan Gilmore last year. says, Hey, you're, you're the only good player on this team and we suck. I'm, I'm, I'm going to shop you. And I'm going to, I think he was honest about it. I don't think he does things behind players backs at all. He's just not that guy. And, and, and I'm going to shop you. Okay, and I'm going to see if we can get something for you because you're the only good player on this damn team. Okay, I'm just letting you know that. Well, now, now he's going into this year's thinking, well, this team's got a chance to, to be pretty good if we can get all these guys in, everybody stay healthy, and we put this thing together. We can do something special. We can get back to the playoffs, and we can be pretty good. But I think to do that, I need Stefan Gilmore. Okay, I need Stefan Gilmore to be a major part of that. And the only way you move him is if it changes your quarterback position for the future. And it's got to be a big future. It's got to be a guy that's locked up for three to four years, like a, like a Wilson, like a Watson, or it's got to be to move up to get you a quarterback. That's it. Okay. If that doesn't happen, they're going to keep Gilmore. And I bet they extend Gilmore because people say, Oh, well, he's never paid free agents in the past. He's never. Yes, he has. He just doesn't value the people that most other people value. Okay. Remember the year that he brought in, uh, uh, oh God, Revis, Darrell Revis. Yeah. He needed a lockdown cover corner. He signed to a one year, like $29 million deal or something. I mean, it was something stupid back in the day where the highest paid cornerback was making like 18 million. And he was like 10 million over that for one year, fully guaranteed. Like, like, he, and they won a Super Bowl, by the way, with that team. Like, he understands you, it's okay to pay people. You just don't have to pay everybody. All right. Yeah. That's it. So that's that's my that's my sit on my Patriots. We're gonna move on. Uh, the Jets signing Corey Davis. I thought that was a strange signing. I'm very we, curious we to see. We talked about it on the show on Monday. Like we talked about that was like the likely landing spot. What's crazy about it is yeah. the fact that uh, uh, God, the, Adam Gase uh, was so bad with that Jets offense that this is their like this is going to be their best wide receiver. Like that's insane. That's that's crazy. Uh, there's about. a world where Mims is a lot better than him. But he ain't there yet. Well, Mims, yeah, Mims is a was a rookie last year. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. He's he's not. I don't think he's better than Corey Davis right now. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. All right, I don't know All about right. that. Corey Davis has had the luxury of playing around some other good receivers, taking a lot of attention away. Okay. Okay. When Corey Davis has been the best guy on the team, Corey Davis has kind of disappeared a lot. Oh yeah. Um, Agreed. Uh, so anyway, we're gonna move on. There's nobody in Baltimore that's really blown my hair back. Uh, I, I want to address the Bengals for a minute. The Bengals said we're going into this offseason, and our number one priority is to protect uh, Joe. And uh, to do that, they done uh, not a damn thing, not a damn thing. And there's been like four or five really good offensive linemen, and this is a team that's got a little money, and they haven't resigned. They haven't signed any of them. Not not a damn one of them. I don't know what the hell they're doing, but it's typical bangle bullshit. By the way, just just in case you're yeah. wondering, uh, my Browns. The only thing they did, uh, John Johnson, safety out of the Rams. 
one of the reasons, one of the reasons Aaron Donald gets a lot of the sacks that he gets, of course, being from a defensive line position. Hey, the biggest reason is because he's a damn monster. Okay. He's just a freak. But one of the big reasons is because their secondary is probably the best in the country. All right. And that means the quarterback has to hold the ball another second and a half, two seconds, and it allows guys to get there. And I've said this forever. If Cleveland can just guard another half second, do you know the number of sacks Miles would have had last year that he missed by, I'm talking fractions of a second? I I think that was the most important thing is getting somebody to help that secondary just Make the quarterback hold the ball f- uh, just a, a little bit. I'm talking just a little bit more, and and Miles' sack total could double. I mean, double. That's the only reason I think that was a big deal. Um, going to the South, thought it was interesting that the Texans got Tyrod Taylor. I thought that was a great signing. Um, I wonder, did they sign Tyrod telling him, look, man, we got a starting job for you because we we've this thing with Watson – or is this a situation where, hey, he's saying he's going to hold out. We're going to call his bluff, and you're going to be our starter. And you it's, know, it was I, what one? It was one year, like six million dollar guarantee. It's five and a half million dollars. Five and a half. half million guaranteed. It's a nothing okay. deal to him. But if he becomes a starter and plays all season, I don't even think it's like playoffs. I don't think it's super incentive based. I just think it's if he becomes the regular starter and basically plays sixteen games, he can earn up to twelve. Um, it's twelve and a half. So I mean. Yeah. Uh, we don't, I don't really know all the incentives, but I don't think it's like it's not Cam Newton's incentives to where you have to be a pro bowler and you have to, to make the playoffs and win a Super Bowl to get to $14 million. I think it's just become the everyday starter and you can get there. Um, so I, I thought them signing Mark Ingram was weird. This team has a weird infatuation with old running backs. I, uh, very I much so. I don't know. I don't think they're going to be very good. Um, moving on. Um, to the Titans, the only thing that I think I've seen them do is lose guys. Now they did sign Bud Dupree. Bud Dupree. Yeah, they they got it. They're trying to get that pass rush built up. A pass rush isn't built with one guy. It's just not. Um, part of the reason the Titans front doesn't get sacks and doesn't get pressures is because their secondary is probably one of the worst in the league. Yeah, they uh, they released a Dory Jackson. I saw that. Yeah, and 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 so this is the exact case I was making for why the 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 John Johnson signing was so big for for Cleveland. You want to get sacks, you got to cover somebody because even the worst NFL quarterback can get the ball out of his hands in two to three seconds. Okay, if guys are open, and and that's th- those sack numbers aren't on your front seven. They're just not. They're on your damn secondary. So while Doug Dupree is nice. Bud Dupree can't get back there in a second and a half. Yeah, that's that's just not how this game's played. Um, they uh, they to, also to, released uh, Malcolm Butler what a couple weeks ago or last week. Well, yeah, or Butler's it was. a free agent. He's yeah. a free so, agent. So I'm curious to see where he lands. But he that, be that great, means, but he'll be a good he'll be a good player for somebody in the back secondary. That means both of their starting cornerbacks are gone, which means they gotta they gotta come up with something. They're gonna come up with something. You're right. Here's the thing: they were one of the worst last year completely revamping it. I don't know that you go backwards. I don't know you get worse. So whoever they replace some of those guys with got to be better, right? It, man, that's, that's strong language. I don't know. You got to be better. I'll tell you this. Carson Wentz coming into your conference can't hurt. All right. Can't Agreed. hurt. That's, that's a good thing. I think Trevor is a stud, but, but he'll be a rookie. 
But and, he'll be a if, rookie, okay? So you get Wentz twice a year. You get a rookie twice a year for basically one year. So you better make hay while the sun shines there because pretty soon he'll be pretty damn good. And Deshaun and, Watson uh, may be leaving. I was about to say. And then, yeah, you might end up with uh, Tyrod Taylor, who is probably one of the best quarterbacks in the conference. Uh you know, not 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 known for his gunslinging mentality and putting up huge numbers, just a very professional quarterback. Uh, so this secondary could get better by uh, addition by subtraction kind of thing. Yeah. Um, the the Raiders signed John Brown. That didn't surprise me at all. This is this is exactly what John Gruden does. Oh, he runs really fast in a straight line. Give him a lot of money. That he didn't give him a lot of money. He he gave him like three, him five million dollars, three yeah. four million dollars, something like that. It's none of these guys got paid a ton of money. Um, Dak Prescott, we've talked about Dak Steele, how much money he got, and we see they've made almost no other signings. And I, I just think this is not a team that is Dak away from being the Super Bowl contender with Dak putting up ungodly numbers last year. They still had like what two wins, and one of them was against the Falcons that just shit a game away completely. Yeah, they they sucked last year, and they were they were awful. Last year, even with him, like that, the offense was great, yeah. but they they need to the make defense moves. Yeah. So, so uh, the football team got Ryan Fitzpatrick, baby, and this is what I wanted to see: a professional quarterback coming in there. Tyler Henney had a great, great Heineke. one game. Hinky, uh, t- Taylor Heineke, Heineke. I'm, I'm never going to say that name right. I'm just. <laughs> I'm, I'm, it's no insult to him. I'm just an idiot. And that's, there's the difference. Um, this gives him a chance to really compete for that job, but he's going to have to compete against a guy who's a grown ass professional. Yeah. Okay. I, I think this makes the football team, the best team in that conference. I know they won the division. I know they won the division last year and it was just a weird ass way to win it with like five or six wins, seven wins, which is terrible. I, I think they're a lot better than everybody else. Yeah, yeah. If if it's magic, I, I, I can agree be with you. Half the magic he's been in the past, I think he finally makes the playoffs. First time in his life, by the way. That's insane. That's insane. Is that real? Yep, he's never made the playoffs. Oh my god, he's been with nine different teams. Nine teams, no nine playoffs. Teams. Uh, do you want to laugh at the Bears and uh, Andy, Andy Dalton, Dalton for a minute? Yeah, we can. Uh, we can certainly do that. I I don't think that this is an awful move. Uh, if like they they obviously went all in on Russell Wilson. And they have tried for Deshaun Watson. And I get it, right? But if you were going to end up with Andy Dalton anyway, why didn't you sign him for $5 million last year last rather year. than go out and get Nick Foles, who well, we all know? A third, you <laughs> traded a third-round pick and paid $20 million to Foles, and now you're going to give 10 to Watson when you could have just paid Watson uh, Dalton $5 million. I, or seven million. I, I think Dalton is is still like a pro. I I still think he's, he's still okay. He's still a pro, but the difference between him and Nick Foles is nothing. At, I mean, you might be right, but you got two guys on the team that are the exact same dude. I, I don't, they're, man. They're I don't know. Guys. I think I think he's better than Foles. Like I think oh, I think okay. Foles deteriorated right. so much, man. Like I'll I, give you that. I'll give you that. Is he better than Kirk Cousins? I think he is on par. Okay. All with right. Kirk Cousins. How's okay. that? Is, is I think those two guys Jared, are the same guy. Is he better than Jared Goff? I think he's better than Jared Goff. Okay, and he's not better than Aaron Rodgers, right? Definitely so not. in So in his conference, he's just a guy, right? He's, like, he's I mean, tied he's, for he's, he's, uh, 
He's tied for second, I guess, right? Okay, like, he's tied for second in a four-horse race. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I don't even – I'll tell you this. 80% of people who evaluate football, we can make fun of Kirk Cousins all we want. Kirk Cousins has done a hell of a lot more than Andy's ever done. A hell of a lot more than Andy's ever done. He, so, he hadn't he hadn't made more playoffs than, than and, Andy Dalton. And the other guy that you say he's better than has has made it to a Super Bowl. So I I'm just I'm I mean just I'm saying, with you. If, if we're going results oriented, time, like if, you, if you got the you might have the fourth best quarterback in in, in your conference. If we're just division. going based on results, Andy Dalton is is actually okay. Like he hasn't won a playoff game, but he's been to the playoffs a lot. Like, but okay. I don't know that that's what we're necessarily talking about with the Bears right now. Like, I, they made it to the playoffs last year. I get that, but my God, yeah, that I think was... that is what we're making. What we're talking about is you gotta be, you gotta be competent. You gotta be. I will say this: I do definitively think he's the best quarterback Allen Robinson's had throw to him. That's yes, 100%. I, do, I do not think that is in question. As much as I love the Mississippi mustache, I think he is. He, I think he is better than everybody who's thrown a football to Allen Robinson. Were you surprised that the Bears are talking about trading uh, Anthony Miller? Why uh, no, no, I'm not surprised by that. I, I think um, I think they can get something for him, and I think I think it'd be good for well, yeah, Miller Patriots to be were interested else. in him. Yeah, I, I think the Patriots have like four different teams that that want him, uh, Harry. I think that's weird, but that's definitely weird. Uh, I think that'd I mean, be a good swap. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, just swap those guys and just say maybe a change of scenery will help all of them. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Uh, there aren't a whole lot of outside in the fact that the Bucks brought everybody back. I thought the Bucks and the 49ers got the two big tickets. Okay. 49ers got Trent Williams, who I think is the best overall player in this free agency. And he got paid like it, by the way. Oh, yeah. He's, he, he got paid a shit ton of money, but that's because that guy is a stud. That guy is an absolute beast. He's the best offensive lineman playing football right now. And and I don't I don't know that it's close. And he's he's worth every penny that he just got. And then I did not think Shaq Barrett would would re-sign with the Bucks. He signed. He signed kind of a team friendly deal, I thought. Yeah. Um, maybe that's a, a concept of all these other teams are broke, and so there aren't a lot of big suitors out there willing to throw twenty million dollars at a premier pass rush dude. But uh because I didn't think he was gonna go for less than twenty. Um, I think that's huge. I think this is the Tom Brady effect. Everybody sees Tom restructure. Everybody sees Tom take less. So everybody realizes how much fun it is to win Super Bowls. And so everybody says, well, I guess I could take a couple million dollars less. What's the difference of signing four years, 20 million or four years, 18 million? At the end of the day, I'm giving up basically a year's worth of money. I'm giving up $8 million, but you know, I, I'm winning Super Bowls, man. Is that worth it? Would I pay $8 million to win another Super Bowl? Sure. Let's Absolutely. try this. It, this is what Tom does to your team. Okay. This is what bringing him on. He doesn't have the abilities that, that Patrick Mahomes has. He doesn't have the skill that Aaron Rodgers has today, right now. But this is what makes him more valuable to that franchise and to the team that he's on than those guys. And Patrick's obviously trying to learn from that and doing the exact same thing. So I thought that was <clears throat> thought that was pretty interesting. Today, just before we went started, we'll get out of here out of this. We're, 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 we'll go quickly. Um, A.J. Green left the Bengals, signed with the Cardinals. I do know that Bill was in conversations with him. Bill wanted A.J. Uh, pretty bad. He's, he's, a, you know, he's not half the guy he used to be, but he's still a professional receiver if he can be healthy. Uh, that Cardinals offense is going to be pretty damn good next year. Yeah, no, they so him and, and Larry Fitzgerald together. Couple like old that's, guys, that's some couple old guys. guys. But 
That is that's what you call possession receivers. Yeah. Like if you need a first down, you got two guys on your roster that you trust to come down with the football. Yes. You don't need the yaks that they used to get, and you don't need the vertical catches that they used to be able to do. But in their heyday, they might this might be number one and number two best catchers of the football it, it, in their in their like draft class era. Yeah. I, I, I think they were both known for having the best hands out of everybody. Um, so anyway, uh, I thought that was interesting. I'm very curious to see where these big ticket receivers end up. Very curious, just selfishly, where Melvin Ingram ends up. Love that guy. Um, uh, Brown still got some money uh, personally uh, to spend, and uh, the the Patriots still got some money. So the, the Michael the Colts I'm, I'm still looking... have a shit ton of money. By the way, the team we talked didn't talk about at all. They came into this thing with like ninety million dollars. Now thirty of that are twenty. Maybe like twenty four of that yeah. is going to Carson Wentz. So they still have, excuse me, more money than everybody out there. The wait, somebody sent me and you a meme of Michael Brockers the other day, and I cannot find it. Um, but I, I just wanted to bring up the fact that he talked so highly of Matt Stafford and kind of crushed uh, Jared Goff when that uh, trade he happened. Getting traded to. To, and then he Detroit. got then he got traded from the Rams to the Lions. Yeah, uh, it was just basically was... saying, you know, we took a big step up getting a quarterback. We we now have a professional quarterback and and that we can trust. And then he got traded. <laughs> and then he got traded to the team where that bad quarterback went. I thought that was yeah. great. So yeah, there's uh there's still a lot more to go. I mean, it's it, this is going to be crazy. The Bears resigned uh, Jermaine Ifedi, uh, so that's definitely good. Um, you know, I mean, there's there's a bunch going on. I mean, it, free agency season is so awesome. Like, even with fun. the NCAA tournament going on, this stuff is still uh, right up there. Well, this, on, is, well, yeah, this is what the NFL does to you, by the way. Yeah. They, they, they suck up all the oxygen in the room, and when they want to make a statement, they take over. There's a reason that March, there's a reason that March madness happens in March, okay? Yeah. It's because the NFL happens in April. Yes. Right. You're, you're 100% because if, right. if the NFL said we want to move the draft to March, college basketball would move its season back a month, so its tournament would happen in April. Yeah, I think I think you might be right. Uh, it, that would 100% happen. Oh, uh, we're no longer playing in November. We're going to start in December. Why? I don't know. We just like it better. We'll start on Christmas Day. Don't worry about it. Don't ask any questions. <laughs> Dolphins. Uh, Dolphins picked up running back Malcolm Brown, former Rams guy. Uh, he's the guy that that took over for Cam Akers last year, and he was. He was fine. Like there, he averaged zero. Zero of the running backs that have moved hands made any sense to me, or no, I don't move move the needle at all for me. Yeah, but you know my opinion on running backs. I just it, call, I find call it me, strange. Call me when you're special. Yeah, and, no, I, and when you're special, I'm gonna take notice and I'm gonna watch and I'm gonna be impressed, and then I'm gonna hold my breath for you to not be special anymore. And I bet you're not special. You know, shorter than I can hold my breath. I feel like the Dolphins have brought in since Flores got there. I feel like they've brought in like eight running backs. Like they uh, just yeah, I was about swap to say, in and out. I don't know what number running back this would be to to play it for him if he takes snaps. It's a bunch. It, it's a bunch it's of a, guys that bunch. like you know the name, but they hadn't been that good, and they they it, the Dolphins just bring them in and ship somebody else out, and is what it is. Uh, Casey said, "Where will Gardner Minshew play next year?" There's uh so there's stories out right now where there are a lot of teams that are interested in bringing him in. 
but I don't know if that's going to be as a backup or or what. So I think he'll definitely be a backup. I don't see him. I mean, I look across the landscape, and I don't I don't know many places where he could compete for a starting job. But I will tell you this: he's a guy I want to be my backup because he does what I want a backup to do. Excuse me. I don't. I don't. I I want the backup to be your Ryan Fitzpatrick, your your your. Um, your, your Garner Minshew type of guy that when they get a chance, they're just going to come in and sling the shit out of it. Yeah. They're going to learn the offense, but they're not worried. I mean, that, that I want my backup to have the no risk it, no biscuit philosophy because we're already behind the eight ball for playing without our quarterback. Yeah. Okay? We're, we're already behind it. I do not want somebody who's boring to just go back there and hand the ball off three times and punt. And then every now and then dump the ball off to a tight end or an underneath receiver or whatever, and just throw the ball within a five yard window. I don't want that. Okay. We're already behind the eight ball getting conservative when your team just got substantially worse is not the move. You get aggressive. You attack like hell because if you can hit lightning in a bottle and catch a defense on their heels, Bam, you can take advantage quickly. You can flip the script on them, and you just be, get super aggressive. You're already supposed to lose at that point. Uh, Casey brought up, uh, he said he's going with Minshew being a backup with the Ravens. Uh, he's, he, he said low-key he's probably better than Lamar and then put the laughy face. Um, no, he, he won't that. go to the Ravens. That. Here's, here's the difference. Uh, Trace McSorley is the backup for the Ravens, yeah. and he does insanely well in that offense. Yeah. I don't think that I mean, I'm going to tell you this. Um, if I was him... If I was him, I, I know, I know who would piss off. But I, I, if I had a free agency move and I could go anywhere I want, and it's not a trade situation, I'd have my agent pick up the phone and go to Chicago. Uh, maybe so, maybe and so. I'd he say, he listen, brought up Philly. Yeah, yeah. Like Philly's a no, good one. I as think well. Philly's going to draft a quarterback, so you don't want to go play behind a rookie. But if I got to compete with Foles and Andy Dalton, yeah, that's that's who I want to compete against. That would make perfect. I'll sense. tell you the other place I'd take him. Where's that? I'd take him in Denver. Because I don't okay. know that he's not better than uh, than what they got there. And Drew Locke, yeah. Yeah. You know me. I think Drew Locke is fine, but he's not special. And and I don't think Gardner's special, but I think Gardner is a kind of – it's almost like they're kind of the same guy. Yeah. But but if I got two guys like that that are pushing one another, well, will one of them push the other one to a point of greatness? I could get down with it. That's all I want as yeah. a team. I just want people competing and 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 just fighting like hell to get 1% better. That's it. I can get down with it. Is there anything else we need to hit on? No. Let's go ahead and nope. get out of that here. That went long. So. No, no, it's good. It's good. It's a, it's a fun Wednesday afternoon. Hopefully everybody out there is doing okay with uh, all the storms and whatnot that are blowing through the southeast region. Uh, we hadn't had a whole lot yet. We had a bunch of lightning this morning. But, um, uh, thunderstorms this morning, but it's th- it's this afternoon, this evening that it's supposed yeah, to hit. It's, it's supposed to be this evening, um, yeah. but it was it was supposed to be like early today, and then it's just moved. And it looks like a bunch of the stuff went south of us. It looks like yeah. some more of it's going north. I mean, who knows? So, so we'll see what happens. But uh, but hopefully everybody's doing okay. Uh, you guys know the deal. Winningcureseverything dot com. Make sure that you go and enter the bracket challenge. It locks up. It closes. Friday morning at 11.15 a.m. Central Time. So make sure you get your picks in before then, all that good stuff. Uh, Taylor said we got snow in South Bend this week. Yeah, this is just a this has been a weird week. Weird week weather-wise. So all, all those storms moved through Texas the other day, and then they had a bunch of snowfall after that. Like I, <laughs> I'm hoping we ain't got that deal coming, but we shall see. So go to winningcureseverything.com. Make sure you are subscribed everywhere you need to be subscribed. Share the show. Jump into the comments. All that fun stuff. 
Uh, if you have not already, hit the like button for us. We would certainly appreciate that on YouTube for sure. Um, and SBR Picks on YouTube. SBRPicks.com slash NCAAF is the website. But, uh, but our show, our weekly show, is up this afternoon. Go ahead and check that thing out. If you are not tired of listening to us, you can go listen for another hour over there. So we'll just talk all college football on that one. So either way, uh, we hope that you all have a good Wednesday. We will be back with you with a show on Friday morning. Uh, it'll probably be posted like late tomorrow night on YouTube, but the podcast will be out on Friday morning. So tune in, listen to it before your NCAA uh, basketball stuff. I know ain't none of y'all going to work. So hopefully, hopefully, hopefully everybody does okay. Everybody does, you know, win their bets on their first four tomorrow. And, uh, and for now, take care of yourself, take care of each other, and we hope that all of your tickets cash. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at GaryWCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.